season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. You can email us. We never throw that out very much. Hey at patandjt.com. Yeah, H-E-Y at patandjt.com. Um, or, of course, texting 402-403-9478 or slide into our DMs anywhere. Or go to JT's OnlyFans. It's at... <laughs> yeah, there isn't. Whatever. Uh-huh. Whatever. There isn't yet. So anyway, hey, Andy, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, no, it's been too long. We missed you last time. Yeah, it feels like the stars just weren't aligning for me to be on. It was just one thing after another. But I'm happy to be here, and I'm game to talk about whatever you guys want to. Oh, my God. Oh God. Well, let's just start off with the fact that you have a new podcast um, and talk about it and, and how it came to be. Yeah, I well, I've had a, a podcast that I do with a couple buddies of mine. We've had uh, Paranormal Dads going for several years, and you know, but it's coordinating our schedules and and getting together to record. And so I figured I'd start my own so that you know I have more free time than than they do, and I could record just about every single day of the week. So I started my own podcast. It's called So Strange, and it's everything from aliens to Bigfoot to conspiracy theory, ghost stories, even some you know soft, fluffy, angelic type stories. A little bit of everything. Yeah. I only have a couple episodes up so it's brand spanking new uh but yeah i'm, I'm really excited for it and uh, you know but the difference is that show it's just me and believe it or not it's harder to do a show by yourself than it is with other people because when you have other people on board you can bounce you know you can bounce conversations off them and everything but when you're mm-hmm. solo it's like well i gotta find my words i gotta find a way it's to all be you buddy and yeah well, it is it's, it's hard too because sometimes you know just uh, some, you know, other people have different perspective on things or they think of something that isn't in your stream of consciousness and can interject and kind of change the trajectory of the whole conversation. Yeah. And all I have is the voices in my head and my multiple personalities. So that's all I'm working with. For my <laughs> so strange show. It's an ensemble show. I think they've served you, you well so far. It appears that they have. <laughs> What's served. that? I think they've served you well so far. I'd, yeah, I'd stick perhaps, with them. Perhaps. Honestly. And you mentioned too your paranormal dads. Um, and uh, all of the, the Bigfoot stuff. Um, and, and there is so much interest in that. It seems like it's really weird. It seems like there's more now than ever, even though now we can see and trade information so much easier. It's like either you'd think that more people would be like, ah, it's not true. Or actually you'd have more people that are like, oh my God, I got to share my new experience. Um, are, are you guys seeing that? Are you seeing more people kind of jumping on the bandwagon? Yeah, there's more believers than ever before, both in the UFO stuff, Bigfoot stuff, and just overall paranormal, there's more open-minded people. But, you know, back in the day before, you know, we had cameras readily accessible on our phones, mm-hmm. the, you know, the biggest thing was, you know, where's the evidence? It's hard to it's hard to get evidence documented. Nowadays, there's so much evidence that now the problem is weeding out what's true from what's fake. Oh, God, that makes and see, and that pisses me off, too. Yeah. It's the people that decide, yeah. oh, I'm going to be a jackass and make a big, deep fake and, and and throw this out there and just mess with everybody's minds. And it's like, dude, help us out. Come on, use your uh, use your powers for good, please. Uh, well, and and, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking of that guy who found the Bigfoot, the alleged Bigfoot school recently in the Pacific Northwest in, yes. in the wilderness up there. What do you think? You know, I, I'm deeply disappointed because at first, and the, the guy's name is Coyote Peterson. Did He's, it come out as a oh, fake or something? What's that? Did it come out as a fake? It, every article you read, it's leaning towards being a complete hoax. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the experts are very skeptical. So a little backstory, if if, if uh, listeners haven't heard of this. Mm-hmm. So this guy, he's like an internet YouTube kind of sensation, uh, Coyote Peterson. Interestingly enough, he looks a little bit like you, Pat. I swear you could be long lost cousins with this oh, guy. Oh, he's a model. Google him. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. Yeah, handsome, yeah, really good looking yeah. dude. Wait, Coyote Peterson? Yeah. Coyote Peterson. He's got but, your five o'clock you know, shadow, that's for sure. Yeah, but you know, he, he's he's done like, you know, he's had these viral videos of like intentionally getting stung, stung by the world's most painful Oh, dude, insects. I, I love, he's I've seen him on, yeah, I've seen him on YouTube. Planet. Yeah, I, or whatever it was. I, the Animal YouTube Planet ones I've seen too. where he holds his arm down and like 15 wasps sting him. Dude's nuts. Right. And of <laughs> yeah, course, it's almost too, he should have been smarter than this. It's almost too ironic that a guy doing what he does finds the skull. I mean, right. kind of. A little did, weird. Did he, was he the one that found it or was it like somebody found it and passed it on to him or? No, allegedly he found it in yeah. the Pacific Northwest. Like, you know, there was a, some water and it, it uncovered the skull and it, it basically looks like a giant gorilla skull. And at first he didn't come out and say it was a Bigfoot skull. He just said, hey, I found this. It looks suspicious. I smuggled it through customs. It's safe. We're going to pass it off to experts for some data and DNA analysis. And then everything's coming out saying this is a complete hoax. In fact, a lot of people say that you can buy. This is just a gorilla replica skull that anybody can buy online. Like it's an exact carbon copy of that. Now, I'd be the happiest guy in the world if they come out and say this is actually a Sasquatch (laughs) skull. But it is suspicious that you have a guy who's no, you know, he's he's notorious for doing these kind of attention seeking type viral videos on there. Uh, But, yeah, it would be ironic if he was the one that discovered Bigfoot. It's like, you know, out of all the people. It's it's like like when you have somebody is missing that you that in your family or whatever, you never go out on the expedition because if you find that person, you're a suspect. (laughs) I guess I've never thought of that. Yeah, that's what I saw that on Dateline. I remember. Remember, who was it? Uh, the guy that killed his girlfriend in the national park. Yeah, uh, and Petito. Or Gabby Petito, Petito was her name, Gabby Petito. And um, and which, by the way, people pointed out that her names mean her name means little talk. Gabby Petito. Oh, okay. Mm. Anyway, uh, but he, they live down in Florida. Did you hear this story, also, Andy? I think and, I did. Yeah. Right. And he, they were from Florida, and he went back, and oh, she didn't come back with me. Whoops, don't know where she is. And then he disappears, and then his family discovered his backpack right in the swamp Mm -hmm. and it's like like you said yep i saw that on i saw that on dateline one time because they the dad was of a missing kid it's like (laughs) i want to go out and how want to look for my kid and he goes but the detectives are saying we we appreciate that but you can't because xyz if you you find him or if you find whatever then all of a sudden you're number one on our list for being a suspect and and the real person may never be found Mm -hmm. yeah because you'll muddy the waters yep Interesting. Interesting. See, all right. So this it's all I'm, fun and games till they find your <laughs> roll of duct tape out there on the crime scene. Right. right exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Jeez. I'm looking at this story from, uh, I think it's the UK. They have a, a, one of the magazines over there that has it. They got some great pictures in here, but, but yeah, and he claims he kept it for several weeks and had it under wraps, right? All this stuff. And I don't, I don't know that. I think I you're right know. though. I think it just ruins it because he is who he is. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Well, yeah, I mean, we live in a world where people are more interested, like priority number one is get famous, which yeah. which I think is a little backwards. But uh, if, you know, if he wanted attention, he he did it. He got it. This, this went viral all over the place. So you call him what you want, but everybody's talking about it now, including us. Yep. So that's interesting. OK, I got to ask you, because there's there is a whole uh, conversation 
about that there used to be giants that lived on the earth, right? Um, I don't have you ever heard of that? The, the yeah, one, one, one of them was named Andre. Right, no! Pat? <laughs> WWF back at the Golden That's Days. Right. You got Hulk Hogan, yeah. right? You got Macho Man Randy Savage, and you got Andre, Andre the, the Giant. Giant. <laughs> yep. That's right. <laughs> no, seriously, though, JT, I mean, I've, I've been into this for a long time. Yeah, there's just about on every continent, there's historical, you know, people finding remains of like giant, like 10 foot tall people. Yes. Yeah. And I think in, it's mentioned, uh, they said in the Hebrew Bible, uh, it's a group of people of unusually large size and strength that lived both before and after the flood. And it actually was referenced. It's called Nephilim or Nephilim, Nephilim. It's N-E-P-H-I-L-I-M, I think. But they're referenced in Genesis in the Bible. Um, or that's referenced. And possibly also in Ezekiel. Um, that, that they're referenced in their unbelievable size and strength. And, and some people can even make the connection, which I think this is, this just recently I discovered this, but somebody had made the connection between, you know, they're talking about um, the flood, you know, that, that happened and, and cleaned, you know, you know, wiped everybody out. That's it. We're done. Was it really an Adam and Eve thing? Or was it more because of these giants who some say were actually fallen angels, possibly, from another realm and that they were supposed to protect the people on earth, but some became um, entangled with, like they were enamored by the female version they, of they, humans. They met a hot one that it happens yes. all the time. So it derailed by a hot, that's gonna be the name of today's podcast. Derailed by a hot one. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they, they had children that were um, unruly, so to speak. Um, and then all hell broke loose. And so the only way to get rid of all of them was the flood, but they didn't get rid of all of them because some were so big, they couldn't, they didn't go underwater because they were oh so gosh. tall. They, they, they couldn't flood them. Right. And so some, some did live on, but they have had in, on every continent, like you said, there have been some kind of discoveries, mm -hmm. whether it's remains or something where you're like, is this human or what, what, this is huge. And you've seen probably some of the pictures. Well, and I think they've covered this on, you know, multiple different shows, you know, uh, mystery shows on Discovery Channel, History Channel. I'm pretty sure they've covered this on Ancient Aliens on on uh, on History Channel, you know, the giant humanoids. Interestingly enough, a lot of them have red hair or are reported to have had red hair. So I don't know what's up with that. Mm -hmm. You got the red hair freckle giants. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it makes me wonder if there isn't, because then, then is that where the uh, belief in Sasquatch, you know, is that, is that part of all that? Because this has been around for hundreds of years, the reports of these extremely large humans. Right. You know, and, and nowadays I think the big, the, the big debate isn't necessarily whether Bigfoot's real. I think a lot of people believe that Bigfoot is, is a real flesh and blood creature, but now the big debate among the Bigfoot enthusiasts is, is this a natural wild animal or is this more of like a paranormal type phenomenon? Mm -hmm. You know, because why, why can't, you know, people are asking, why can't you capture one? Right. They seem to disappear. How are they that elusive when everybody has a camera? I think it's the only explanation between realms and dimensions. It's gotta you know? be the only explanation for it. It's, par it does, it's paranormal supernatural. Which, which exactly dovetails into when they talk about them being from the heavens right. that had come to earth to take care when they were talking about the Nephilim or Nephilim, or I don't know, I can't remember how to say it properly. But anyway, when they talk about that whole 
thing and these giant giant people or things, whatever, but they came from the sky. They came from the heavens, supposedly. And you see references, I love in the cave drawings, when they get into those cave drawings. Yeah, some of them are pretty weird. And you've got, like, it looks like little helicopters, you know, that are in the cave drawings or, you know, they aren't like regular flying birds and they aren't, you know, you're just like, what is going on? And then you got those cave drawings where it looks like somebody's in a full, like a legit spacesuit. Yes. With a helmet and tubes and the whole I mean, nine that's yards. Super it's weird. Like, what what could they've been depicting thousands of years ago? There was nothing like that. Thousands and I of think years they've ago. seen those in both Egypt and in um the 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 Mayan people in Belize, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. in, in that area in Central America. I think that they they have those same kinds of drawings in both that you'd see and you're just like are you and, and then that explains all the giant uh, pictures that are carved in Peru, in, especially in South America. Because yeah. the only way you can see those are from the sky. Well, exactly. You know, the, the uh, what are mm-hmm. they called? The Nazca lines. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, these these elaborate drawings in the sand of the desert. And from your perspective on the ground, they, they don't mean anything. But you go, you know, hundreds and thousands of feet up, you know, on a mountaintop or in the sky. And you, you can see that they're actually representations of animals and other things. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think people, ancient people were smarter than we give them credit for, first of all. Mm-hmm. And, and secondly, what else would their reference point be? I mean, if we're talking back in biblical times and, and even before that, there were no airplanes. There were no air, hot air balloons. There were no blimps. There were no helicopters. So if, if if people are saying they came from the heavens, that means they came from the sky. Right. Why would they you even know, think that that's an option or a possibility to come from the sky because there's nothing up there? If something didn't actually come from the sky. Mm-hmm. And right. if it did and it told them how to build a pyramid or, you know, I mean, just all these other things that, that that's what they're kind of connecting them to. Um, mm. Yeah. It's, it's almost it's got to be right. It's just got to yep. be. I don't know. Got to be. I, but hey, I you like know, I'm stuff. I'm going to be the happiest guy in the world if Bigfoot's found. I know. You know, I, I tell you what, every day of the week I have friends or family member just randomly texting and emailing <laughs> me Bigfoot memes and gifts and jokes and articles. I don't know how I became the, you know, the, the world's biggest uh, Bigfoot. Well, because you have a Bigfoot metal um, thing in your backyard. Right. Oh, dude. I ha- yeah. I, have yeah a so, I, mean, I don't know why people pick up on know. the fact that you're a, a Bigfoot honk. Why is everybody picking on me? <laughs> Right. I don't understand. I don't it. know. Is it the forty-six foot you know? metal Bigfoot in my backyard? <laughs> the water tower shaped like a Bigfoot. No, man. We we put a Santa hat on on him in the backyard at Christmas time. He's not he's to draw festive. attention he, or right, anything. Right, right. No, I can't see any. I don't know. I have no idea. You know, I, I don't know if he's ever met um, our buddy Doug Fletcher. He does a podcast think... with us. Um, he's a huge Bigfoot guy too. And you've seen the magnet that he did. He give you one of those magnets too. Uh, yeah, I, the Bigfoot I magnet. Think so. I've got it on my computer. Um, he's another, you have to talk to him sometime because he's, I think he'd be right up your alley. But yeah, hey. that is just, I think it's, I think it's fascinating. I do because the more stuff we find. I know. It's just, it's it, getting it, closer it, and closer it, all it the time. It gives you just enough to like stay interested mm-hmm. and then something else happens. Stay interested. Yeah, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. No, but I, t- I tell you what, even more than Bigfoot phenomenon, I mean, people are into aliens more than, more than ever. There are, I mean, and you guys know this, but there's so many freaking UFO sightings. There's so many videos out there of triangles hovering in the sky, portals opening up, things that the military, admittedly, they just come out publicly. They can't describe it or explain it away. Yeah. Um, People are, I mean, on Paranormal Dads, we were joking 
like UFO sightings are so common nowadays. Bigfoot's taking footage of them in the sky with Bigfoot <laughs> smartphones. I mean, it's they're everywhere. Like every day, there's new footage yeah. coming out. It's like, oh my god, for real. <laughs> and it doesn't. It doesn't even. It's not even a blip on the radar, so to speak. I mean, not meaning it. No pun intended. But it's not even <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of people. It may not be the lead story in the cities where it happened anymore. I mean, even if they landed in Times Square and, you know, waved hello, what are we going to do? We still have to go to work. We still have to pay our bills. Life has to go on. I mean, it's it's weirder, but we still have to live our lives regardless if if there's extraterrestrial life among us. I think it depends I, on who they vote for, whether we hear it or not. <laughs> right, right. They're, they're going to come down. They're going to say, okay, everybody, this has just been a joke. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just right. kidding. <laughs> We're going to take all of our guys back now. And it's going to be all these people that nobody can stand. Good luck. Because they've all been put in politician outfits and actually they were lizard people yep. and, and they are lizard people <laughs> and they're <laughs> gonna take were. them all away and they always were <laughs> you know yeah. what's fun for me is is getting younger generations involved and in, and in excited about uh, you know paranormal and yeah. mysterious phenomena a couple of weeks ago um <laughs> my daughter was was hanging out at a friend's house for a couple hours her her good friend penelope and then and then i went over and picked the girls up and then they came over and we were all hanging out and stuff well while my daughter was at her friend's house, I mowed a crop circle into my backyard. <laughs> so I just, I took my mower and I, granted, I already have a seven foot Bigfoot in my backyard. So I'm really flirting right. with the line of mm-hmm. my neighbors thinking I'm completely nuts. Uh-huh. But I, I just, instead of doing like straight up and down lines throughout my yard, I just went in a circle and I'm like almost dizzy and like throwing up by the end. I've done like 50 circles around the center of my yard, but it looked, it looked good. It looked pretty good. And I, I get home and, my daughter and her friend are, and I was like, guys, I saw something really weird. I don't know oh, what it was, but God. I'm pretty sure there was a UFO in the backyard. They left a crop circle and we went back there. I, I had them going for a couple minutes. Again, really again though, dude, it's the same thing. Just like, what's his name? Finding the head. The chance of you having a crop circle in your backyard is no. like, no, he's, he did it. Mm-hmm. He didn't have it. They wouldn't come down. They do it to <laughs> no. people that don't are connected like you are. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's never the guy that's looking for him. No, ever. Right. It's never the guy that's happy to see him. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's always the guy who's like, you know, accidentally gets probed. Wasn't even right. looking for any trouble. Just last you know. thing he wants is to be butt diddled. And, and this <laughs> dude's walking to the store and he gets probed and I tested. Actually, God, I just, oh my God. There was a whole bunch of, uh, I, I, I fell into a whole pool of, of stories like that. And there was a story about a guy. Was it, was it part of the, oh God. And I can't say his name, Mothman. No, it's not Mothman, but it might've been in that area. I can't remember. But anyway, they all get mangled together and it become one story, right? Is Sasquatch stole the Mothman and I don't know. But anyway, um, but the guy he had claimed to have been taken, it was a group of people in Arizona. Now I remember. Okay. It was in Snowflake, Arizona. Yeah, the fire in the sky. Yes, and and yeah. the the guys were working in the yeah, that's in a great the movie. field, right? And then all of a sudden, I was watching the reincarnation of the events because it's based on a true story. And so they had a couple of the guys that were part of it that that were on this documentary talking about how this went down. And they were working in the you know as far as in the forest, so to speak. And that's when they saw this this bright light, and they drove over to it. And the one guy got out of the vehicle to get closer. And it knocked him down and they all thought he was dead and they couldn't get close enough to save him. And they saved themselves and they took off. And when they came back, um, and I believe when they came back, he was there and they, they got him, but, or he disappeared for 14 days. That's what it was. He disappeared. And then all of a sudden he came back and he was like miles away at some remote gas station, curled up in a ball in a rainstorm, 
next to you know his abandoned yeah. area. Yeah, they they found him like buck naked in a phone booth or something. Yes, yep. yes, yeah. and and he never moved away from the area, which I thought was fascinating. But he just was shut down because of what had happened. I can't to him. imagine. And he said there were experiments that were were done on him, and and can't imagine, man. You know, but he never moved out of the area. So it's like it's like people. When are you going to just decide? Okay, maybe we can believe Bob. Maybe we right. can believe him because he was fine till that happened. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. somebody broke Bob. Yeah, somebody, somebody broke Bob. They broke him, right? And 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 then when he found out after that his friends came back or that his friends came and rescued him at the gas station, and he found out that they had gone back to that area to get him, and he was like, "You left, you <laughs> you left me there. Wait a minute." <laughs> That's why I got taken is because you left me there. You know, it was just like this whole, just the whole scenario. But that was, that was unbelievable. But we talked about the one in Ashland the same way, the guy that saw it and he ended up leaving town because nobody believed him and everybody ridiculed him. Well, I think the guy in Arizona, the lumberjack that got zapped, uh, Travis Walton is is his name. And I mean, but does it really matter if you move away or not? Because it's not like, um, Gosh, it's not like it's a phenomenon that's localized to a specific location. Like if UFO wants to get you, they can get you on any continent. Right. You know what I mean? I would but, think that he'd want to move away to start over. You know, yeah, just like because everybody's yeah. a small town. But yeah, maybe small not. Small town gossip and and all that. Yeah. Um, you know, but <laughs> for anybody wanting to watch the movie that's based on these true events, it's called Fire in the Sky. And I tell you what, if you want a, a week full of nice nightmares, uh, watch that movie. <laughs> Seriously, it'll mess with you because it, it's it's like graphic. The experimentation that the aliens do on this poor guy. Yeah, it's pretty rough. graphic, pretty disturbing. Yeah. And uh, it's nightmare fuel, man. It really is. It really is. Hey, to get back to your podcast uh, yeah. real quick here, what what kind of you, you mentioned the topics just a little bit. And I think um, and I have kind of been following you and your and your podcast coming along. Um, your first two episodes are about what? Yeah, my first two episodes, uh, episode one was uh, Glitches in the Matrix, mm. and episode two was Time Slips. So, you know, and those those two phenomena are kind of loosely intertwined, but, you know, time slips, like people who accidentally randomly fall into the past and see historical events or people who fall into the future and, you know, get a, get a glimpse of something that hasn't yet, you know, transpired yet. But uh, those are two of my personal favorite, uh, you know, weird, weird topics. And and I thought that'd be a good way to start off my so strange yeah. podcast. I, I mean, but you, you get to talking with people about glitches in the matrix and yeah. stuff like that. You know, those moments that make you think, holy crap, did I just slip into an alternate reality? Mm-hmm. You know, because this thing never used to be like this or that thing used to be called different or it looked different. Or, you know, just moments that make you question your sanity, mm-hmm. you know, um, Mandela, Mandela effect. Mandela yeah. Effect. The Mandela effect. Mandela yeah. effect. Yeah. That's, that's one of my favorites. It really is just, just going through, uh, if you get a chance to Google it sometime, you know, for anybody, they, there's so much on it that's out there, um, and go through like, they've got like, you know, the top 10, uh, most famous Mandela effects, you know, it's like, you know, things that, that you thought you remembered one way and actually it was another way. I think one of them in particular, like just something so simple as, um, Monopoly, the game and the little, Millionaire dude that's running around in his top hat. Uh huh. Do you remember him with a monocle or without? I remember, I remember him. I think with a monocle. I, I guess I don't. I don't and know he, though. He didn't have it. He didn't yeah. have a monocle. What, yeah. what, what logo has a monocle? Because one of them is the guy. Is it the Pringles can? The uh, planters peanut the planters guy. Peanut guy. Okay. Maybe. I thought for sure he had the monocle in, in Monopoly. Hmm. 
Yeah, because it made him look fancy and rich. Yeah, right. And I think let me look here real quick. There's plans. You know, but it's things like this. And and another kind of simple example is um, we all grew up. At least my, you know, I don't know what the age demographic of the listeners, but my generation grew up as you know in the '80s reading these these books called the Bernstein Bears. Yes. And you know, in recent years, somebody pointed out it never it never was and is not currently called the Bernstein Bears. It's called the Bernstein Bears. And when people caught wind of this, they're like, no, it's not. It's always been the Bernstein Bears. Yep. But then you go, you look at a, a Google a, a picture of the book, it was always the Bernstein Bears. So it's almost like, okay, we slipped into an alternate universe where something is pronounced and spelled differently. And we, you know, I don't know. It's it's weird. Isn't that crazy? Okay, here it is. Um, Money Man, his name is Rich Uncle Pennybags, the shrewd business tycoon of Monopoly, dressed to the nines in his top hat and monocle. He did wear a monocle, didn't he? Apparently he did not. The Peanuts guy did, though. Another one is Curious George. Did he have a tail? Yes, because he hung from... He did not. He didn't? No. I thought he hung from, what, he, what was his buddy's name? Tall tall man or yellow hat guy? It was like a really super weird name. <laughs> yeah, it was a yellow hat man. Yellow hat man. Which sounds like a paranormal phenomenon, right? Right, there. it does. <laughs> the, the no-tailed monkey and the yellow hat man. And the moth man and yeah. Yeah, the yellow hat man. Shadow man. Yeah. Um, another one that, that pops up here too is, get this. One of my favorite cartoons when I was a kid was the Flintstones. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stone Age family. Okay. Uh, the Flintstones spell their name. Flintstones. Uh, wouldn't it be F-L-I-N and then Stones? S-T-O-N-E-S? Flintstones. Flint. Can you use it in I a sentence? Was, Can I, I get the origin Flint. of the word, please? I would go with Flintstones. The Flintstones. Uh, yeah, I, don't know. I think if if you slow down to spell it out, Flintstones, because then Flintstones doesn't sound right. Their name always had two of the letter T's. Huh. Flintstones. The Flintstones, huh. not Flintstones. Well, I guess that I guess that makes sense, right? Because flint is a type of stone, and isn't that what they used to make <laughs> oh, yeah. fire back in caveman days? Oh yeah, good time. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, nice oh, job. That was a good. I would but not still, have made that connection. I mean, but still, <laughs> it's, it's it, you know, it makes you question uh, it, reality itself. I had one of these moments the other day, guys. I sw- I swear to God, and it was the littlest thing, but it's ironically it happened right around you know right around the time that my podcast has been launched. I was in the kitchen, and. My daughter uh, had a, a big bottle, like the big bottle of ranch, like the big jumbo sized mm-hmm. bottles of Hidden Valley Ranch. And she squirted some onto her plate for her chicken nuggets. And I'm like, whoa, what what the heck? And she's like kind of startled. And she's like, what? What's the big deal? And I grabbed the bottle and I look at the top of it and it has one of those filters on with a little hole in the middle so that the ranch comes out kind of slowly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. just a plastic cap all week I had been using that same bottle of ranch and it had no cap it had no filter so every time I was pouring ranch on my salad like a gallon of it was coming out like quickly and it would flood my salad and every time I'd be like ah what? darn it you know and and I checked the fridge there was no other bottles of ranch in the fridge and I'm like how how can it not have a cap on it and now it does it had a flip you know? top I bet it got it stuck in the lid or something for some that, reason. That was my thought too. And but I tried, I like tried to make possible. it get stuck in the lid so that when I would twist off the main yeah. outer cap, like maybe it just, I couldn't read, I couldn't read. I don't know how it. that's even possible. No, yeah. I've, I've done know. that too, Andy, though. I, and I can't, I can't think of particulars. And it, you know, what's so weird is that I think for a lot of people, they have these glitches and they can't remember them because your brain is just like, Mm-mm, that didn't happen. That right. and it just tucks it away and, and throws it back. Like when you have one of those um, those moments where you're like, "Oh my God, déjà vu," you know, and and then you forget right. about it. 
But right. it's really, wait, think about it just a second. What just happened that happened already? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I seeing this again, right? I've had that happen so many times. And, and, and like you were just talking about, I've used something a hundred times and all of a sudden I realize, oh, well, wait a minute. I can do this. You know, and you're just like, how come I never noticed this before? Yeah. Like how did my scissors, my scissors are red. I thought they were always blue. You know what I mean? But deja vu, (laughs) even in the movie, The Matrix, deja vu is people almost remembering, you know, that they're in a simulation, that our reality is just some glitchy computer program that seems real and looks real and feels real. Uh And, and, you know, that's, that's essentially why things like that, if you subscribe to that theory, that's why things, you know, like, um, the pronunciation or the spelling of things that we remembered from long ago or a cap of ranch, you know, suddenly appearing differently. It's just glitchy code. It's almost like a video game that's gone wrong. And, you know, suddenly Super Mario gets stuck in the brick wall or Luigi flies off the screen. You know, (laughs) glitches happen in video games all the time. So if reality itself is just a glorified computer program, is it that far fetched to think maybe things happen in our reality that aren't supposed to happen? So the movie Inception. Oh, yeah. Love that movie. Great I movie. mean, I fell asleep. That oh was, God. I, could, I swear to God, I did. I like that. That those movies like don't. I'm like, I can't go see them. Even the Matrix hated it. Oh my! I've watched well, it since. I mean, because now I you're just can't. like, oh my. Because it's like in my head, in my mind, this it's like is, there is no way street flips. All the like, it doesn't happen. So in my mind, I can't get myself into that headspace to enjoy movies like that. Oh my goodness! Not well, that I don't believe Inception, that stuff can happen, but I mean, I, I just can't get myself to enjoy it. Inception is about dreams within dreams, and it caused Pat to to fall asleep and dream. Right, totally, so, like, totally, it worked. <laughs> right, <laughs> the lullaby for Pat. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I like the, and you see this in other movies too, where like in in Inception, he had to spin the top, so he'd know, you know, what what was real and what wasn't. And I've seen that used that same that same technique or, or tactic used in other movies, uh, where somebody was you know in their dreams. And had to figure out if they were sleeping or if they were awake when this was going on. So they would know, especially in scary movies. There's one I saw just recently that was like that too. Where she knew it wasn't real. And all she had to do was do X, Y, Z. And then she knew it. But it seemed so real. Um, but you, yeah, when you're, when you're in your sleep and you've gone, like, watch some of these movies, it really messes with your dreams. It does mess with your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and then you have people who experience sleep paralysis, which if yes. <laughs> if you've never experienced that, you're not missing anything. It's awful. It's terrifying. It's basically when your your brain wakes up, but your body's still asleep. And a lot of a lot of people who have experienced sleep paralysis, it's accompanied by a feeling of other entities in the room with you, whether it's ghosts or shadow people or aliens or monsters, and uh, it feels incredibly real. And it's basically a form of hallucination, uh, but. Or that, that's what they want you to think, right, JD? Right, right. Okay, I mean, let me, um, let me ask. It makes you wonder, you know, some people who have these, you know, alien abduction experiences, is it sleep paralysis? Or But in cases yeah. like Travis Walton, homeboy went missing for 14 days. So, you know, you can rule that out, right? Exactly. I mean, they went back days. to the field and he was gone. And gone. he was out because he. It, it was almost like he got hit by a bolt of lightning, basically yeah. with the... The, the, the free energy is basically what they had used to, to knock him out. And yeah. that was, then that's why they couldn't get close to him. Astral projection is another one. 
too, that go, kind of goes along with the sleep paralysis. And one of a show that I watched recently, yes, my history, I'm sure, is just oh, I'm a sure. mess. Um, but I'm sure <laughs> yours is too, Andy. Um, but, um, but they were talking about astral projection and, and it actually being studied and used by the U.S. government in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, I, I've heard that. of that too. And, mm-hmm. I, and I could be wrong, but I, I think the program was called uh, Project Stargate. Yes, and that was it. I th- and I believe they even made a movie about this. I think George Clooney was in it. And uh, there's a Brad- movie I think called Stargate. Well, the the TV show Stargate. There was a no, Stargate. the, the, oh. the oh, movie. Of the a, movie was different. Uh, oh, what that that was. Uh, it was called uh, Men Who Stare at Goats. <laughs> yes. Really? Ah. That's just uh, this is the title. And I know it had George Clooney. It might have had Brad Pitt. But it was a. It was basically like a dry comedy based off of true that. events of this uh, project Stargate. And yeah, because the government was trying to see if they could use astral projection, which is basically like an out-of-body experiences, like psychic espionage, to see if these intuitive people could almost like use remote viewing to, mm-hmm. you know, see how many nukes the Soviets had and stuff like that. But I think the 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 movie got its title because allegedly uh, there were people who had like such strong mind control powers that they could just like stare at a goat and cause the goat to like keel over dead or something like that. <laughs> But yeah. the, the movie's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird, wacky, dry comedy. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, your your browser history, JT, I bet the government's listening to you right now. They're like, okay, this lady's into some weird stuff. So she's, <laughs> I, I, I've been in the, their stupid government archives because they, they, have, they have stories about all this stuff in the library. And they know they who have, goes there. I know. They know exactly who goes there. I don't care. They're probably wondering why I keep looking this crap up. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, You're on a list. <laughs> but dang it, I'm not the only one. But um. <laughs> That, that whole thing, the remote viewing thing, the, the guy that they had on was one of the guys who participated in it. And he described how they, how they used them, like you said, um, because there had been a hostage situation. This would have been in the late 70s, I think it was, that there was a hostage situation and they were, they were able to correctly identify the number of hostages, the, the team that he was working with. By, by doing the remote viewing of the, the number of hostages and their location in the building because they had no way of knowing that when they were trying to rescue them. Um, yeah. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. The power of the human mind. I, I don't think we give ourselves credit for, you know, this, these brains that we have are the most powerful instruments in the known universe. Was, was, that a, was that a documentary that you were watching? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. it, was, it was. It it sounds vaguely familiar. It was like in the last week or two gotcha. <laughs> ironically gotcha. ironically enough isn't that weird yeah that that, is weird. And, and that's another thing that happens to me a lot is the little synchronicities where mm-hmm. something happens weird. and then all of a sudden it comes up again uh i was just telling yeah. pat on monday two a couple days ago what was i talking about um oh the star of a tv show yeah and then food and food okay the star of a tv show that i was like oh my god he's from omaha and this and that and well oh yeah we had him on our show once a long time ago that's cool then i get this issue of this magazine that i love and he's on the cover of it Huh? I'm like, How about that? Uh, that's crazy because it's a new yeah. TV show. That okay? Then the other one was food because I was like, I wanted to stop and get something at one of the you know fast food that, like Scooters, and the next day I get a coupon in the mail from Scooters for that, for that exact item, that item and three others, but it was on there, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, gotta be as stuff. we said, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Yeah, that's timing. Timing of things are very interesting. You know what happens to me more often than not. 
I'll get this wild hair to declutter and, you know, do some spring cleaning. And I'll look at an item in my closet, haven't used it in a decade. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to part with this. I'm going to donate this to the Goodwill. And then sure enough, like two days later, something happens and I need the, I need an item exactly like that. And I'm like, I haven't needed it in a decade. And I just got rid of it like yesterday. Why, why do I suddenly need this item? Again? Yes. And now I don't have it. I got to go buy a new one. See, okay. This is geared. And, and I know you haven't been able to listen to every episode of our podcast, but I really, recently found what I thought was a lost collection of earrings. I thought it was gone like 15 years ago. And it was tucked away in a box that I unpacked completely. And there was this this chest that I had that had all these earrings in it. And I always keep a jar with my orphan earrings in it because I know the minute I get rid of the, the remaining right. earring, I'm going to find the other one. Right. I made it up four of them. So now I have <laughs> But my orphan earring jar is all those earrings that I lost one. And I just keep, because like you, if I throw them away... I'm going to find, You'll the find them. Yeah. Exactly. Just like the socks in the dryer. As soon as you get rid of one, the other one's going to turn yep. up. Every time. Exactly. Every time. See, we could do this for hours, Andy. <laughs> um, all right. So what events do you have coming up? What's going on in your world? Yeah, I got a couple things coming up. Uh, we haven't really mentioned it, but for any new listeners, uh, my day job is actually I'm a psychic medium. So, you know, quite a bit different than carving <laughs> crop circles in my backyard and looking for Bigfoot. But yeah, uh, Ju- July, yeah July 20th, I am actually doing a Zoom event on past lives and reincarnation. Uh, so that'll be, you know, we'll talk about how past lives affect our current life and cases of children who remember their past lifetimes. Really, really cool stuff. So that's July 20th. Then on July 29th, uh, me and the Paranormal Dads are doing a live podcast uh, at my facility. We're going to do some prize giveaways and dim the lights and share some spooky stories. So that should be fun. And then on August 4th, uh, August 4th, uh, tickets are going fast for that one. It's one of my heaven on earth gallery readings. Mm. And uh, that's also via Zoom. And these are the events where I connect with people's deceased loved ones and relay some some messages to people who are in need of uh, comfort and closure, closure and, and valid, validating messages. So that's August 4th. But tickets tickets uh, for all three of those events are on sale through my website, which is andymyersonline.com. Do you find doing remote, does it change things for you or are you finding that it actually is is very comparable to being in person it's very it's pretty similar actually you know when the pandemic first started and i switched to zoom i I wasn't sure Mm -hmm. you know i'd done phone sessions for years but you know having you know that many people uh on zoom at the same time with brady bunch squares of faces all over the screen i wasn't really sure what to expect but it's it's gone well it's it's you know I wouldn't even say it's the next best thing. It's it's just as mm-hmm. meaningful. It's just as powerful. It's just as memorable of an event. And I think a lot of people are getting used to it too. And the beauty of it is, you know, in years past, I've, I've been doing events in Omaha for, you know, over a decade and I've done some live shows in like Kansas City and Minneapolis. But, you know, for some of the people like, on the East coast or West coast or Canada or Europe, you know, people who have been wanting to come to a show, but haven't been able to, well, now they can, mm-hmm. you know, through zoom in their pajamas in their own living room. So it's actually, it's actually been a, a really, really cool transition. So hopefully, uh, anyone who wants to attend on August 4th, uh, grab a ticket as soon as you can. The last one, uh, sold out and we were at capacity and I know a few people didn't get in who wanted to. So, wow, that's awesome. Super cool. Um, Andy Myers online. Yep, andymyersonline.com. And uh, meanwhile, you guys let me know if you find any uh, other glitch in the matrix type uh, type things. Uh, I'll have to have you on my So Strange podcast uh, whenever <laughs> you're willing. 
Oh, anytime. I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, wait, she's yeah. Like... Tin foil hats included. <laughs> I'll bring mine. It's, it's, good. it's bejeweled. It's fitted and bedazzled. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, Andy. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks, you buddy. Uh, parano- There's nothing paranormal about centrist. I was just gonna say something about centrist federal credit union. No, you don't need a tinfoil hat. That's. I mean, literally, there are banks where you think you need a tinfoil hat. But if you need to save up for tinfoil hats, you could save <laughs> some money and some savings. <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, by the way, a big announcement too. Centrist federal credit union. Uh, we've talked about the fact that they have a fantastic interest rate for mortgages and refinances. And if you get online, you can find out all the details and qualifications that go along with it. And trust me, not a lot of hoops to to, to jump through to do this. This could be perfect for what you're looking for. Um, They extended it once to the end of July. And we just heard from Liz that they're going to extend it through the end of August. And this is the last one they're going to get. Um, So you have more time. So if you are in the process of maybe you're starting to look and you're thinking, oh man, there's no way we can get this done in time to lock in because we're not in that place yet. Now you have a little more time. So now you got about six weeks before this is going to end. Oh, that's awesome. So you can get yourself locked in. So get online, take a look at it, and then give them a call and talk to a real human being right here in Omaha. Centrusfcu.org, um, if you're not in Omaha, or if you, even if you are. Uh, 402-334-7000 is their phone number to call and talk to that human that uh, GT was talking about. Yeah. Um, thanks to Andy for coming on the show. Great review and subscribe to our podcast wherever you find it. Thanks for listening. Pat and JT Podcast. Huda Media Production.